Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Sedano and Cap. Bethel and Yates in. And right now, it's time for what you need to know. Oh my God. How do I do this? Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Beto. <laughs> my voice is still a little... Uh... Yeah, we're all fighting something. I feel yeah. a little something in my throat. You know, Yates got a little stomach. Mm-hmm. He needs a, a, a picot or I had the a bus. I had the COVID real bad. Like, it was, it was real, real bad. Yeah, you had COVID, yeah. Oh, it was, my throat was like a, in a vice. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah, that's nasty. I that. But I'm, I'm good now. I feel better. I feel oh, like I just have good. a cold. Good, that's good, That's really good. good. So, I have life-itis. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, what? Yeah, I got that too, girl. Life-itis. We all got, ah, life-itis. We all got <laughs> life-itis, man. That's it's why you said everybody got some. I'm like, I ain't got nothing. Don't be, don't be spreading rumors. Well, speaking of happy, fun things, <laughs> Jeannie Buss is adding a different type of ring to her collection because the Lakers owner is reportedly engaged to her longtime boyfriend, comedian Jay Moore. Oh. Now, TMZ is reporting this. Uh, they said that the couple is ecstatic to take their relationship to the next level. So I just wanted to say that even though they have not yet like publicly confirmed the news, uh, she was spotted wearing a ring on her left finger recently. And if this is true, congratulations. Yeah. Happy couple. Congratulations, uh, 710 ESPN listener, Jay Moore. He listens right. to the station all the time. So What a glow up. Imagine how cool that wedding is going to be like from a celebrity standpoint. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who gets the invite to that? You know? Not That's Mason. Fantastic. <laughs> I feel like Cap might get an invite to that. No. Right? Ireland will. I mean, if we know anybody within a remote reach of the station who's going, I mean, we need I feel like full details. Cap you know? is buds with Jay Moore, isn't he? Maybe they, maybe they, no. maybe not. I mean, Cap says he's buds with a lot of people, yeah, but, but he, they're not really buds. He fills in for Jim Rome, you know. I don't yeah, know. there's some connectivity there. He mm. could. I mean, I imagine they've probably met each other plenty of times. Yeah, they've met. Whether or not they're buds, who knows? Yeah, just I've met him too. You know, we're buds too. There you go. So we're going. But yeah, would you no, go if invited, Beto? I don't like going to weddings in general, um, unless I'm related. Yeah, unless I'm related, I really don't go to weddings. What's uh, not to like about a wedding, bro? People that are annoying. <laughs> like oh, fair, yeah. So it's like okay. I, I, plus, I gotta get dressed up and everything else. But like, I'll go if it's a relative, I'll go. But other than that, though, if it's a casual friend, mm, man, I gotta work tonight. Woo! I gotta fight. Where? <laughs> one of those, Somewhere. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm, I'm kind of out of wedding season myself. And, and you're right. Unless it's somebody you actually know, they can be very laborious. Yeah. And but in fun. my age, I'm getting to the second and third marriages, and I'm like, Opa. hey, you know what? Mm. Now, if it's a destination wedding, I'm all about it. If you're paying for it. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm all yeah. about that. Destination I, weddings have their downsides too, but uh, well, I mean, I, I'll spend an hour with you at the destination wedding, and I go have my own party. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. That's a good place to gamble too, right there. Uh, Sedano Cap mentioned Sedano in Vegas for the G League. Captain taking care of business. He'll be back tomorrow. Are you back tomorrow, or is it me? Uh, I think it's, it's you. you. Okay, you're it's tomorrow. you. Yeah, I got TV tomorrow. So oh my bad. Look Hopefully, I feel a little better. Yeah, we'll be right. look at that. All right, so baseball. 
right now, yep. I'm, I'm not normally a hot stove guy, but this got me going because when I woke up this morning and saw the story and the numbers with Carlos Correa, and then you're like, you're like, wait, how can these gutty little Dodgers, that small market team, not compete like this, right? Then you start reading the numbers. Here's what the Mets owner has done so far. Signed nine free agents this winter mm-hmm. at a cost of $806 million. The Mets pay that number again. At a cost of $806 million. Nine free agents. That's how much he's spent so far. <laughs> exactly the... <sighs> I mean, are you, are you saying this in the context of you think or we should think that the Dodgers are like behind? No, no, no. It's just I just thought that because... The Dodgers are the kind of team that would spend it like this. You know, they they're over the luxury tax. But right. this, I'm bringing it all up here. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up for you. Now, sure. the Mets payroll for 2023, 384.3 million, with a luxury tax of 111.6 million. The Mets will pay more in taxes next season than seven teams are paying in payroll. Okay, that in that's itself crazy. is mind-boggling, but yeah. I don't actually think that's ultimately bad for the game. If owners are willing to spend mm-hmm. on players, so be it. Whether or not I think it's smart baseball to stick a guy like Correa in the middle of your infield is a different matter than the sort of labor issue of teams actually trying to compete on some level. Now, the Mets are kind of a specific you know, sort of example because of how their finances have worked over the years, yeah. but like... Overall, this is a good thing for baseball. Guys signing for dollars to go to contenders, to me, ultimately helps competition. you got teams like the Padres that are trying. The Dodgers have always been this way. They're kind of laying low this winter. But those days of like there's three teams that control things and that's it, we're getting a little farther away from that. I think the Mets are just basically trying to compete, and it takes a lot of money to do that in big league baseball. And I, I ain't mad at them for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm one of those guys where if, if you have the money and if I'm the owner, I'm going to spend as much as I can, right? Because you right. want to show that we're doing something. Now, Tampa Bay, they piss me off so much because they develop the talent, they get deep in the playoffs, and then they blow it up. And I get it. It's a smaller market. But, Dan, just once, wouldn't you like to see a team like Tampa that has the quality guys actually invest in it, right? They're, they're doing yeah, but, a piecemealing I mean, stuff. I mean, the thing is, is that I don't I don't just root for laundry, personally. No, you know no. I mean, like, I, I like to see the, the, best, do, the yeah. best baseball. I mean, the team I'd like to see actually invest in something and actually get it right is right down the street on the five. Man. Anaheim, you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> so, you know, if Anaheim was spending the kind of money that the Mets were, we'd be having a whole other conversation. But that's now, an, they did spend, though. Remember, they went and got Josh Hamilton. They got Pujols. They had, they, they've spent money. But, Wrong. Sure, but the number you're talking about, Beto, is not just the number of dollars. It's the amount of human beings that they Mm -hmm. brought in. You mentioned eight, nine free agents. I mean, they're actually trying to go for now. The problem is is that, and I sort of mentioned this before, like, dude, the Mets have like a real core. Yes. You know, they've got guys that have been there for a while. And so dropping a relatively controversial superstar like Carlos Correa into your lineup, never mind into your clubhouse, I don't necessarily know how easy that's going to go. I think Buck Showalter, you know, mm-hmm. longtime old school baseball guy as a manager, helps that. But I think that the Mets are going to have a reasonably large challenge trying to figure out how to manage all these personalities because that's, you know, basically what baseball is about at this point. You know, it's, and it's, it'll be it'll be an interesting season in Queens. And then you bring in a guy like Correa, who you're either going to love him or you're going to hate him as a teammate. Whatever it is, you're going to think about him, right? You got right. he's going to find a new position, and when you see it with the Dodgers, you might have everything. And you still don't produce in the playoffs, right? The next thing you know, you're gonna if you're Cohen, what are you gonna do next? I'm gonna go spend some more money. This is the one that got me when I was reading the story. Now there's a thing called the Cohen tax that other owners are calling it because of how he just says, "Oh, that's the tax." Whatever. 
They right. added a fourth tier of tax penalties. A 90% tax on if your payroll is higher than $293 million. Imagine that, 90%. So for That's next crazy. year, Korea, with the 90% tax, is going to cost $49.87 million. I mean, they're just at the point now where if you, if you don't win the World <laughs> Series, yes. you're yes. Le- legitimately just, you know, it's a waste. I mean, it's got to be World Series a bust with that kind of a payroll. And that, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't necessarily agree with the idea that, like, if you're spending the most money, you're supposed to be the best team. But if you're the Mets, there's no other way to justify this. Like, you, nine guys? $800 million? Are you kidding me? Like, that that's that's nuts to me. I, and I just, I don't necessarily think this is going to work out personally. No. I'm glad everybody I, I, got their money. Mm-hmm. But I don't, dude, did you remember the playoffs last year? Yep. The Mets yep. got crushed yep. in the first round. It was not pretty. And I don't think that this team is necessarily a whole two, three games better than their competition in the NL just for getting... I don't know, seven or eight guys. I just don't. It, to me, they're, they're, they're being foolhardy simply because they have the money. Sedano and Cap, Bethel Duran, Clinton Yates on 710 ESPN. 530 Lakers tip off in Sacramento against the Kings. Pre-game with Alan Sliwa and Michael Thompson. Now, I'm a guy where my owner is doing that for me. Heck yeah. The Mets were bought for $2.4 billion two years ago, right? I'm all about it. But I'm also the guy that watches from a distance. And I'm petty, and I'm rooting for this to fail. I want it to be in flames. Like, I want a mediocre team just to be right there watching because, one, it's New York, so the tabloids will have a field day. <laughs> right? And it's yeah. when I was growing up, and same with you, it was the Yankees were doing this, and Steinbrenner was arguing with his players, or he would spend on guys, or whatever it is. You have to figure things out. Now, as a guy who covers baseball, who, like you, Clayton Yates, mm-hmm. if you're watching from an L.A. perspective— are you trying to compete? Do you hold back? What do you do if you're the Dodgers? I think what the Dodgers are doing right now is something that I actually appreciate a lot, which is they're counting on their farm system. They got guys that can play. They got guys that can call up. They got dudes that they develop who know how to play at the big league level and can do it. I don't think they think they need to poach from everywhere because I think they also ran into a little bit of a problem with that recently. One of the things that was great about this club for a long time is that it was guys that he either drafted or taken relatively early in their careers and developed in sort of the Dodger way. When you start to get too many free agents, too many trades, you get away from that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's that's what they do well. So for me, them not making a bunch of moves... I'm fine with, you know, yeah. getting rid of Turner is a little bit of a bummer because of who he is. But he's 37. Local guy, fun guy, but 20 million nope. for two years. Nope. There's no way the Dodgers were going to spend that money. So if, you know, Dodgers fans don't fret. One thing that they do well is create good baseball players. And you've got to believe that they've got a bunch coming up, you know, guys down in OKC and so on and so forth. I'm not worried about the Dodgers at all. I'm worried about Dodgers fans. Oh, do tell. Well, I just mean in terms of the expectation level being kind of, you know, I don't want to say out of control, but last year was a really tough year, Beto. They won all uh-huh. those games, laid an egg in the playoffs, and so you're in this awkward situation now where even if you win a bunch of games in the regular season and have a very good team, I'm not going to say nobody cares, but on some level, that's kind of where we are. You know what I mean? If you can't get to the ring, what are you actually doing? And that's, I think, what the Dodgers have to figure out and why the question of the leadership of the team is there. Do I think Doc is a bad manager? No, not remote. <laughs> Love Doc. Cool guy, smart baseball guy. But if you're thinking about trying to change the overall attitude of the squad bit, though, that's the manager. You know, it, it, the, the players you develop sort of separately. So this is going to be one of the more interesting seasons, I believe, for this 
not exactly core, but this group of humans that have been with the Dodgers for the last five or six years. Yeah, and it's because of the way that they've been built and the way the organization's gone after people and that we've gotten guys. But, you know, the Mets are doing this because they don't have a farm system. No. Anything. The cupboard is bare. The Dodgers, they always bring up somebody, you're like, who, where did they, they find this guy? Um, who was it? Alex Vesia, right? <laughs> a, yeah. A lefty reliever from Cal State Monterey Bay, or I believe that's where he went. Kid from down south, right? Yeah. Finding those kind of guys. Or, like, I'm interested to see how Thor contributes this year because be when the right. Dodgers get somebody who hasn't performed a year or two before, they always find a way to make that tweak, man. That behind I, I the scenes stuff, they got something going on there. I think he'll be decent as like a fourth or fifth guy yeah. I don't see him coming in and, and suddenly turning into some some kind of a superstar I mean he's an arm you hope the innings add up that, yeah. that's really the main thing so you're not you know but it's a fine signing it, it's relatively cheap I just think that the Dodgers right now I'm not going to say they have an identity crisis but they certainly need to figure out mm-hmm. what exactly they're doing because what's happened isn't working I'm not writing off the World Series win I'm not writing off the COVID season remotely but there is something to be said for the fact that when they play a buck 62 and win more than 100 games, they do not win the World Series. That's like a fact for the entire franchise, which is kind of wild to think and about. And you and I have been at these World Series games and like, what, what, really? So close, so close. And I'm more of like, just enjoy it because not too long ago, we had the McCourts family running around the business and yeah. using it as a, as a pocket book for themselves. And you know, you just got, I, I just, you know, I, I just like seeing billionaires compete, you know, because these guys need, a, they need a break in life, you know? <laughs> no, but no, but my point there was is that I'm glad teams are spending money yes. and not just collecting collective bargaining monies like the Pirates or oh. whoever it is. You know what I mean? And not competing at all, just taking the check and running out basically a minor league team. The Dodgers aren't doing that. The Mets aren't doing that. No, no team in New York is doing that. And the taxes that the Mets are going to be paying, they get distributed to the team. So if you just stay saying. home, you're no. getting money from them. So yeah, spend all you want. I mean, we're in Pittsburgh. We, I mean, can, obviously you can. I cannot name you one player on the Pirates right now. Uh, Kevon Hayes plays third base for him. I know him because he's a brother. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it, bro. That's why I know that's who a, that dude is. That's he's a good about it. So not only Cap, Bethel Duran, Clinton Yates, we're taking you towards Lakers pregame show at bottom of the hour of 530. Coming up next, Radio Tinder. We're going to hear from Lindsay. We're going to hear from Laura. We're going to hear from Yates. We're going to hear from Bethel. All that good stuff. And by the way, the circle of trust. Oh, you guys are good, man. The circle, the circle of trust has broken down bar fights. You want to stay away from Pasadena and Hermosa. That's all we got to say so far because it's the holidays. You can't be showing up with a shiner to try to get your tamales. <laughs> so now to a cap, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks, uh, Christopher. Woo! That sounds good. Sounds good. I like that theme song. Yeah, it's it was nice. It was very, nice. very game show classic. Yeah, Classical. game showy. Yeah, huh. welcome to Radio Tinder. Yeah, we're gonna spin the wheel. Wait, no, they already do that. I'm in Ireland. <laughs> the wheel of questions. We're gonna swipe left or swipe right on Radio Tinder. All right, let me get that bucket of water. What? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's a bit from their show. Oh. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, so guys. Elon Musk has said that he will step down as CEO of Twitter once a suitable replacement can be found. On Sunday, he ran a poll asking if he should leave the role, and Twitter users overwhelmingly told him to go. <laughs> he did not immediately respond to the results, but by yesterday, he seemed to have accepted the will of the people. And he also like originally suggested that he was only going to take votes from people who were verified with the Twitter blue thing. But obviously, alas, he has changed his mind. And I want to know, do you think that Elon Musk will appoint a suitable new CEO of Twitter? Beto, swipe left or swipe right? Uh, left means I don't believe him, right? Correct. Well, swipe left. Um, this dude's ego is crazy. Yeah. Uh, he, you don't spend all that money to step down. And all he's doing is creating engagement. Like, like, I mean, I'm beyond. Like, one of the reasons I stopped using Twitter is just how crazy it is. I actually went on, uh, I was on the plane going to Portland and I unfollowed like 300 something accounts and I'm trying to cleanse it so where I only have just sports accounts because that's usually what I really use it for so a lot of my political friends I unfollowed and people who I just don't need to get like if I want to go find the real news I'll go read it you know subscribe to the LA Times or whatever right. but yeah. yeah he ain't going nowhere this this is a mega left for me as well like mega left you, Ooh, nailed, yeah. you, you nailed it I mean he's, he's an egomaniac and it's just kind of like this wasn't what we were all doing here. Like nobody was, I don't know, nobody was trying to gain power. I mean, some people yeah. were, but like the whole point, I've been on the bird since 09, bro. Like the Me whole too. point was when that it, first came it was out. just kind of cool. You know, like you met people there. It wasn't yeah. some big power imbalance. And now it feels like it's part of this whole other thing, which is just not fun. And in general, I just, I just don't really love the vibe right now in terms of at large what's happening on, on Twitter. And, and it's kind of a shame because Quite honestly, I got my job today because of the bird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's where I um, developed my voice. That's where I made friends. That's where I made connections. You and I. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, love the love the place, but it is going to a certain place in a handbasket right now for sure. Yes, it is. Yeah, I feel you guys. I feel like a lot of people have been saying that lately. Like Twitter is a very you know, it goes through cycles, I feel like, where it's like a great place. And like, of course, it has its positives. But I feel like it goes through these cycles where like sometimes it's just not a it's in a dark place. And I feel like we're kind of on one of those like downtrends right now. So I, too, have kind of like just like, yeah. like laid off. I yeah, there's an element of like the, the, the sleepover you were invited to that you don't want to actually stay the night at. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, mom, can you come get me? I'm ready yeah. to leave. It's getting weird. That's I'm only weird. for the circle. Uh, that's usually what I, what I really use it for. And that's about it. Cot, yeah, circle of trust. Haven't seen you there in a while, bro. Oh, I'm I'm lurking. I'm lurking. Nice. Um, I'm I only tweet on there when I'm listening to the show. Yeah, that's fair. That's pretty yeah. much how I operate too. Yeah. If I've done a show that day or doing a show, that yeah, day. I'm checking right now. Yeah, because I mean, you know, again, even even then, like, there's volatility everywhere. But yeah. I feel like like you know, like Clinton had the had the uh, 
you know, pointed out one day, I feel like there's just, you know, sometimes the vibe is a little off. That's all. Very yeah. different. Yeah. Very, very different than it used to be. All right. What you got? All right. So did you guys know that one in four Americans have chosen to sleep separately from their partners for a better night's rest? This is according to a 2017 survey from the National Sleep Foundation. And the concept is now becoming popular and it's polarizing enough to have its own name. It's called sleep divorce. And what? Yep. Yep. And like I said, one in four Americans are choosing to sleep separately from their partner. And while with some people it may cause resentment for others with sleep issues, it's actually the perfect cure for their nighttime sleeping arrangement. So are you guys in on sleep divorce? Swipe left or swipe right? Clinton. <laughs> Swiping way left on that. People just got to get bigger beds, bro. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are, we, what are we talking about here? I mean, I get it. Some people sleep apart because they have different schedules and it like it matters in terms of being able to get any rest at all. But like to willfully just split beds uh, to me that's that's not fun i mean like what what's the point you know what i mean like why why bother i don't know who has these kind of free rooms in general as well to just be splitting up who's sleeping in what room it seems like it seems like slightly different than just rest related yeah. if you definitively are doing it yeah there's some other issues there i'm right there with you mega left uh if you snore hey that's what i'm all about plus i just want to cuddle that's all you, oh, could you're cut, you could cuddle I'm and not sleep, you. though. Uh, I, I just said it to make it sound good. Oh. <laughs> Beto, you're a little spoon guy? I would get away from me, guy. <laughs> That's how I am. That's why you got to get a king bed, you know? Get some room right there. Dude, I just got one like six weeks ago. It Smart. is money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, think. Nah, you know what? In all seriousness, if, if you're married, you know, you don't want to be like Lucy and Desi in separate beds. You know, you want to you wanna be next to the person that's the apple of your eye, man. Well, I disagree. I disagree. I have a king size bed, and you know what? I like my. I don't. I've gotten used to like. I still sleep on one of the sides of the bed, kind of because my dog been like my dog just like you know is free reign of my bed. But right, yeah, see, that's why we're swiping left. I can't. I can't the other stand way. snoring. I can't stand being. I can't stand no dog in my bed next. Right, so you just don't like sleeping next to humans. You you don't mind don't, not yeah. sleeping yeah. alone. Right, but I mean like my dog snores and it drives me nuts. I don't like, I don't know, I don't like, I can't have anyone touching me when I'm sleeping. It's like, I want my space. Again, no human. Leave me alone. No. <laughs> right. No, my know. dog can't touch me when I sleep. I'll kick him off. You know really? You kick Chewy? Yeah, I'm, well, I don't kick him, but oh. I say, you know, I move him. I pick him up and move him. Move. That, story, that story was way better when I thought of you actually kicking, kicking. the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick that dude. foot do coming that. out. Man, that's, that's a big I mean, dog. It was kick an accident, you know? No, he's little. Chewy's super nah, little. He's scared me. Beto's afraid of him. That's a big old Alwondi guy, man. He's big. He's a bulldog. He's chunky, but yeah. now nah, you got you got to have enough space. So when you want your space, you have it. But you gotta not kick that person out. Like that's lame. And L.A. apartments are too small. You guys, you're stuck. That's what I'm saying, dog. Who's got all yeah, this space to just don't. be splitting up rooms, bro? Mm-hmm. That's not easy. No, that's that's a problem. If if you sleep in separate, there's some major problems in your relationship. Like y'all gotta fix that. Just mm. But you're sleeping. Yeah, but there's other... Th- Look, I've always said this, Lindsay. There's no TV in my room for a reason. Like, there's only two things you do in that bedroom. So it's like, you know... Damn, why you gotta get that voice? So you're not like Mace? You don't eat in the bed? Hell no. No, 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 Man, no. he doesn't do that either. He's lying. He said he, he does. He does do that. He talks yeah. about that all the time, I bro. eat in my bed. Yeah, I don't. I used to mm. when I was, like, a teenager, but not... I mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I think a lot of people developed, like, strange habits during COVID because... That's true. I give you that. Like... You know, I at the time during COVID, I had a roommate where like, even though I have like this nice big TV in my living room, I feel like we kind of just like, 
you know, everyone's isolating or whatever. And we, we just kind of ventured off into our own separate rooms yeah. for like most of the pandemic. And I feel like I just got used to doing everything in my room. I will. You're right. The only time I ate in my room in my bedroom was when I lived with my mom and I had COVID. So, but other than that, no, like, yeah. I can't sleep without the TV on. So exactly. Really? Keep it on. T- yeah, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Every night. Sleep button. Any noise. My move. All that quiet stuff. Nah. I live in LA, bro. We good. <laughs> <laughs> I need a fan and I have to listen to podcasts but like the light something I, I read something and like ever since I started listening to podcasts instead of having the TV on I feel like I sleep better because something about like the light you know messing with your sleep and all that stuff I feel like yeah, there's something there is a, to it there is a blue light element and I kind of dislike it when, when that happens on accident like if I go out and I come home and I just crash and the TV's on and the lights are on that's not cool but if I get in the bed I'm like alright I'm gonna watch whatever Discovery Channel or whatever it may be then we're good you should try the podcasting and let me know if you uh, prefer that. Today, let, let me know what you're listening to. That's <laughs> so boring that it's putting you to sleep. <laughs> Usually, I put on. I will definitely I put on, contribute. I'm I put on Michael like Barbaro. stuff you should know, and then like sometimes it'll wake me up because it'll like, I'll hear something interesting and I'll mark it and be like, oh, I got to come back to that right. one. But stuff you should know is like a yeah. good uh, you, culture you pop podcast. That'll get you. Oh, that's so. <laughs> no, you know wow, what? On, on the real. <laughs> That's that was mean, but on the real world, what is mean? He called so down a lot. We're protecting the That's integrity true. of the okay, show. Okay. Excellent but point. I'm what down I with was that. gonna say is, I used to have like those apps that you could put to make noise and stuff, like the the water or like waves. You watching too many movies, like all that, like stuff. calm that, and all yeah, that. The yeah, calm. yeah, yeah, like yeah. that works. Oh, I love Headspace. They have like Headspace a cool like the sleep yeah. stories. Yeah, Man, like, I love just those. finish a bottle of wine and pass out. Hell Simple yeah, as I that. that too, buddy. I'm just saying. Beto's got the tried and true method, bro. Exactly, it works. He's not wrong. Shots. I got some REM sleep every night. Let's go. What else, Lens? All right, real quick, last one here. So, weeks after the LA County Department of Animal Care went viral. Wait, were we on YouTube the entire time? Yeah. You didn't tell us, yes. guy? I told you. I told How you did you tell been, us? We've been on YouTube. Yeah, we were. Man, I would have interacted with the people. I would have been there. I would actually looked at the camera. I know. I, I forgot for a second. Man, details. I just forget it's there. All right. Well, thanks. Mubby. All right. Anyway, sorry. All right. So Great really job, quick. gang. Um, weeks after the L.A. County Department of Animal Care went viral for granting a, quote, unicorn license to a young girl <laughs> who asked if she could keep one of them if she were ever lucky enough to catch one, the department announced that you, too, can get your own unicorn license, and this is completely legit and real. How much? Um, well, I think they're like $120. Uh-huh. However, what my, uh-huh. my question is is trying to look at the lighter, happier, brighter nope. side of this story. Government it's, making money. Okay. I'm with Beto. Okay. But, <laughs> Easy Beto. Yeah. But instead of, instead of having a swipe, what exotic animal would you want to get a license for? What exotic Ooh. animal? That's a good question. Ooh, that is good. Uh, Based on something I was talking about before, you know what I'd want? A moose. A I moose. Enough spa- moose are huge. Yes. Like if I had a guard moose, can you imagine pulling up to, to the crib? You're trying to do something nefarious and there's a huge moose out there just eyeballing you. Talking about, come on, I dare you. I dare you to take these Amazon packages off my porch. Nope. nope. Moose is moose. They tell you right when you go to Alaska, if you see a moose in the your road, head. you keep on driving, right? You hit that I'll thing. I'll take a moose. I every want time. a camel, bro. Camel? Yeah. yeah they you spit. can ride those. They yeah, spit, those don't cool. they? Yeah, I want a camel. You know what I want? That orangutan from Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> That's the one I want. The one that was with the with the uh, the guy driving the truck. Cooter was that his name? What was his name? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, but yeah, but you know that orangutan, the one who was like big old. Yeah. yeah. What's the yes. one on uh, uh, National Treasure? I don't know what that is. Not National Treasure. What is it? The one with um. The uh, Nick Cage movie? No, not that one. The other one. It's on National. I don't know. I don't have orangutan knowledge. <laughs> yeah. But there was that baseball oh, movie with that like orangutan the one from uh, Ed, know, Ed. the Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Baloo. There you go. Blue. There you go. 
Exactly. I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but whatever. All right. Well, that was Radio Tinder brought to you by Tequila Mandala, who is now at all over the place. They're at casinos. They're at Costco. They we're sold out at Costco. I was so sad oh, today. I got a bottle. I'm oh, drinking on so New Year's Eve. I'm ready to go. Tequila Mandala, one. ready to go. Uh, Lindsay, great job. Laura, great job. Uh, Sedano and Cap. Bethel, Clinton, feel better, Thanks, my man. Guys. Feel better, bro. It, bro. Take care of yourself. Lakers pregame with Slee and Michael coming up at coming up next on 710 ESPN.